something, something. Rawhide. Rawhide. <laughs> they say, I think they say rawhide. rawhide. <laughs> I think they say something like I that. I hope they say rawhide because that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a Western thing. Yeah, it's just, if you weren't a cowboy, you won't get it. I can't believe we didn't have Lexi on this weekend. I know. We Honestly. Always, we always have, like, big plans to do that, and then it comes to that day, and we're like, we're tired because we literally packed in so much this weekend. Y'all really do be doing that. I know. I can't keep up. I know. Well, it's always like she's there for, like, three days, and I'm like, let's fucking go. I know. We used to do the same thing when I'd come visit you. I, know, yeah. I remember being so exhausted by yeah. the time I went home because we would try to fit in. We would just fit in so much stuff. Yeah. Even when we were in Portland. I feel I like know. we never just, like, sit. Like, we're always, like, we have to We go. walked, like, 10 miles a day because we also were, like, we don't need a rental car. Well, here's the thing. We didn't need a rental car until we did because the Ubers tried to kill us. Oh, my God. I don't know if we've talked about this on here before, but we definitely had some, like... Genuinely terrifying. Yeah, like, some terrifying Uber experiences in Portland. Yeah, the first one... And I think some great ones. I know. I was going to say, I think, <laughs> I think we did talk about the first one where the guy literally was, like do you want to read part of my novel when we got to our destination? And we were like, sure. He had the, the Kia Soul. Yeah, and he had his laptop in the back. And we he were was like, bumping some tunes. Yeah, he was cool. I really liked him. That was literally like our first person to drive us somewhere when we got there i can't remember exactly what he looked like but in my brain i'm picturing him as donald glover right oh now Oh my god! like same. he kind of looked like donald same. glover yeah he he was very cool and we just sat in his trunk for like a few minutes and we were like flipping through he had like a notebook too with like drawings in it and <sighs> stuff i remember it so vividly like yeah. it was like sunset yeah the sun was out we were going to like a vegan bar yeah. which was cool because our like... bartender was so nice yeah. and so cool yeah we were the only people in there we were we got some sort of appetite we, we got like caesar salads i remember we were so giddy too i remember yeah. like we hadn't even like had a single sip of alcohol we were like cracking up and <laughs> we took like two pictures while we were in there and they're both like super blurry which is amazing such a fun trip it was so fun but anyway the, the scary ubers he jordan went off on a man i've never seen you get mad like that i was like i remember i, I was literally like just drop us off like yeah. here like we just got out because i was like i'm not like you literally said out loud what are you doing yeah i i was so pissed because he did not look at all and tried to cross a lane of traffic that had multiple cars coming towards us and then and we was, both screamed because it like, was like we i mean i thought we were gonna get hit he was like i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah he literally over and over he was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and i was like just drop us off like i'm not riding with you anymore yeah it was really i mean i was on that was the, scary yeah i wonder if he was like he was super nervous yeah like, like it something... seemed like he had never done uber before or driven a car or driven a car period <laughs> because like honestly though it was like clearly you and i both i know saw the cars coming yeah and we're like wondering like what is he doing i remember so i'm kind of like josh in a way where like when i'm yeah. in a car usually i'm not paying right. that much attention right. if i'm not driving yeah. i i am a good driver no but like when you're the but when passenger, i'm the passenger i'm very much like which is totally understandable so i remember not noticing at first right. and then you started like making little sounds mm. and then i would that's when i peeked up and then that's when we turned left and we went across that road with all those people and then we were like okay okay you yeah can let us out. i was legit just like what are you doing yeah why would you ever do that with people in a car that like, was how did you not see that like isn't your car that isn't yeah like it, well, it is his car. well yeah <laughs> you know like, what I, mean. I know what you mean it's not your ride man right when it's not just you in the car don't do shit like that yeah that was scary yeah portland was so fun 
it was great. I loved it so much. I want to live there, but also maybe not. But also I do. You I can't know what believe I mean? we didn't get Voodoo Donuts. I know. Well, remember we tried and then we got chased by a homeless man. Well, we did, but also the line was really long. Okay. So true, I don't true, know true. what deterred us. I can't remember what exactly deterred us. I think the line really was the what deterred the us. And then as we were long. contemplating that, <laughs> we scurried away. He ran after. He ran after us for a while. Like we, really? Yeah. But remember, we ran across. We started running away, and then he started running after us, and then we were just running across the bridge, like back out of downtown. <laughs> were we laughing? Because I feel like um, I would be laughing. I think we were laughing, but also like, uh, what? Are you, why is he following us? Like this is weird. And then he like he gave up. I think he. Was, I don't know. He was just like maybe he was just like this will be fun. <laughs> like chase these girls I, out. Of I here. would do that. He could tell we're tourists. He's like they're waiting for voodoo donuts. I'm just gonna start chasing them. He's not even homeless. He's an actor. Yeah, he's a paid actor for Portland. Yeah, they're yeah. filming the whole time. <laughs> We're on an episode. <laughs> did we tell them about our first Airbnb? Um, I feel like we've talked about that before. I think we did, but you know I love that story, so we could also talk about it again. We can rehash it. Yeah. So you guys know the way to travel, right? You always want to pick an Airbnb. Oh, yeah, you gotta not pick a hotel. An Whenever you can, mm-hmm. because then you know what it's like to like actually live in a place. And yeah. honestly, that was such a good decision i feel like that was the first like big trip i did with airbnb yes same because I, I that was the first one where it was like we were booking it ourselves yeah like it wasn't just like somebody else was doing it for yeah. us yeah and then that was a, actually what inspired ryan and i to do airbnb when we went to iceland which yeah. was like the best experience the airbnbs in iceland are really nice they so, looked so yeah if so you ever cool. go to iceland which you should yeah. i want to go back for sure yeah the airbnbs were really cool yeah. so we booked airbnbs while we were in portland mm-hmm. i think we got two different ones but the so, first one was just for one night because yes. we decided to go an extra day yes yeah, so we were like oh let's fly in a day early and then it was like we couldn't extend the second one so then we had to find a new one to do that that's just that first night right so we were like it'll just be one night yeah. and we slammed such a deal because it was actually one of the houses that was in portlandia which yes. is what made me think of that yeah and it had like the it had the episode it was in and everything and i was like oh my god this is so cool and we love portlandia it's yeah. like one of the first shows that jordan and i ever watched together mm-hmm. so i was like we should totally stay there yep. actually she was like we should totally stay there and i was like you got it well, yeah because i was like this one is like oh it's only like 90 bucks for one night and yeah. I, mean, we ha- I was like i mean we have it's to like, like sleep splurge, in yeah. house and it's like we don't get our own house but it's still cool like yeah so it was it wasn't like your own um you just share ro- yeah so basically we were a room in someone's house yeah. which don't recommend that on airbnb it is a little awkward that that was the first time i think i'd ever done it and that was the last time i ever did it but we also had a very <laughs> trying experience so yeah. when we got there um we had gotten a message that um well we were so tired because mm-hmm. we had just traveled yeah it's we like a got, long flight yes and so finally we and we were coming from different places because i lived in west virginia and she lived in florida so we were just so excited to see each other so yeah. then we went to go put our stuff at the airbnb and the owners weren't home and so they um told us that there was a key under the mat or something like that yes. yeah. and so we went to go um put our stuff away in our room and they told us which room it was going to be so we unlock the door. The house is super cute. Mm-hmm. We walk inside. Yep. And we knew from the profile that the woman who owned the house um, was 
an artist, mm-hmm. but it didn't really specify like what kind or no. anything like that. I just remember being like, yeah, it like, was just like, oh, these Ooh, people are cool. cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like it's so Portland. Like they're yeah. artists or whatever. <laughs> and so we, we get into the house and there is artwork everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking around. We're literally just standing at the front door. Mm-hmm. And I remember we're just like looking around, looking at everything. There's sculptures everywhere. So yeah, I was like, okay, so walls. she makes sculptures. Yeah. And then it slowly dawned on us. My favorite moment was like, it took a minute. We were both looking around and then I don't remember who noticed yeah. it first but we were like they're they're all they're vaginas. All vaginas yeah like they're all vaginas like, they all look so similar too like she's got like a theme yeah going. like what's what is that the theme was vaginas they were it was the house was full of vagina Just sculptures every wall at least <laughs> at least in the main area of the house like it was very noticeable it wasn't yeah. like we were once you noticed it was, it was hard to unsee yeah they were everywhere <laughs> all different kinds just very vaginal it was a lot yeah so then we stayed in that house which mm-hmm. was funny because they only had one bathroom but the funniest part about that house to me there's so many stories i could tell about I the know. child running around naked the right when we walk in the no, random nobody's man. in the house but there is a pot of rice that is cooking on the stove and it is boiling over. i was about to say it smelled like rice in there and there's food everywhere and like nobody's there though so yes. like why is the oven on that time that we came out of the room and there was a man at the table and we were like hi so like is this your house and he was like no, no. but he didn't he didn't extend <laughs> the conversation at all he just smiled he also acted no. like that wasn't weird or anything. While the kid to, like, was running around naked, there. we're just like, okay. Yeah. We're like, so who are you? Yeah. And then... The- do you like Vagine? Or- <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you like the sculptures? Or what do you think? <laughs> but, um, so yes, that was the first thing, was just the house itself was an odd dynamic yeah. situation. Very it was weird. very weird. Yeah. The room was super cool. The funniest part is that while we were there... They stayed at the guest house in the back. So it's like they all stayed. They have a guest house in their backyard. We were only allowed to be in that room. Right. Per the Airbnb. And we had but to they, use their dirty bathroom that was not. No, it was so no, dirty. No effort had been made at all to clean it before we came. It was like just shit everywhere. Not actual shit. But like. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was just like the toddler's clothes were all over the place. There were bath toys everywhere. Like we thousands of toothbrushes. I don't even think either of us took a shower there. Oh, we no, no, just no. Like, Fuck that. Like, oh, no, no, we no. We just went in and out. When we I had literally to. have never brushed my teeth so quickly. Oh, yeah. We were just we just. Like I think we in the morning too. We were both just like we wanted to stay in the room as long as possible. We both we needed to, to pee, out. but like we could hear them. We we're like, oh that, my god. Yeah, that's the other thing. We were like so whispering they, so quietly, right? Because you're like literally, we were next to their dining room and their living room. And the next morning, the toddler apparently, I mean, I, I, he was like homeschooled, but it wasn't just that he was homeschooled. It was like the whole class was homeschooled in their living room with this woman. So like yes. parents are nowhere to be seen. We just crack the door, <laughs> and there's like a woman out there with all these toddlers. Like asking them, like, how do you feel about that? I just remember them getting into a fight, and we hear her be like, "How do you feel about that?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is in Portland." <laughs> like the teacher is like, "We're like, we're gonna go." Yeah, we're like, "Okay, bye." To you no s- one. We still don't know who you who lives here. We just like snuck out while this lady is like teaching this class. Yeah, it was very Portland and very yeah. weird. Nothing and like having. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this at all. No. So please don't judge me. But nothing like having a homeschool group in a house full of like actual vagina sculptures. Right. Like right. that's just like and very. The- the much kid the had vibe. been naked like most of the day before when we had arrived and he was barking like a dog remember I mean, he was i also no i know but i'm just saying like <laughs> that paired with like the whole thing was a lot you're just like what is this a, is this an episode of portlandia like yeah. it just did is this not a joke feel real yeah yeah that was crazy was like great. honestly that was that was so fun i'm glad we did it because i think it's hilarious yeah and it is a great story yeah but yeah so fun. definitely like 
get your own house for sure airbnb like make sure you look at that i know i keep saying i want to go places but i do not make the effort to do it i I feel like everyone around me is traveling and i'm just like that's true on a hamster wheel you know a lot of people who've been traveling i don't know a lot of people at work who've really gone anywhere i guess i met a girl today that works where you work Really? And then I said, oh my God, my best friend works where you work. And then she said, yeah, there's 5,000 employees. And I said, <laughs> okay. Okay, never mind. It was at work. I'm sure I don't know her, but. Um, yeah, we've made good progress on our books. Yeah. The fairy porn. You have made very good progress. I have. I read, um, I think, 260 pages today. Which is quite a lot. Yeah, I refused to do anything else today. I'm Honestly, at my wit's end. Yeah, I mean. I'm depleted. There's no better way to spend a mental health day than reading. Oh, for yeah, a book that you're. Very I haven't interested been this in. excited about a book in so long. I know it's I'm fun. I'm honestly like I'm so excited about it. I love it. I like I'm kind of sad that there are only five of them because I'm like, I feel like I'm reading. We're reading them quickly. So oh. then. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, <laughs> at this which rate. I cannot, I cannot continue. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say it is once you do that though for like a day or two, you're like. Okay, wow, I really did not do much besides read. Oh, no, I really didn't. <laughs> My butt really hurt today because I haven't moved. Like, You're like, so, yeah. It's so good, though. I know. I don't, I don't know. The only thing with, like, series is, like, what do you call them? A mm. court of? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Like, like um, the Golden Compass is his Dark Materials yeah. series. Sarah J. Moss. Yeah. That's who um, wrote this book. Mm-hmm. I'm on the one with the bird on the front with the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on book number two, which is definitely better than the first one. I know. I don't want to give anything away, but like, it is very similar to a lot of other series, mm-hmm. and I'm following into a lot of the same patterns that I felt yes. within the original series, yes. where like, if an alternative love interest enters the scene, I'm yeah. always like, I pick the second one. Yeah, I don't know I like what you. is wrong with me. I always pick that guy. I think... I'm sure it's the formula that they're using, but yeah. yeah, it's like very, the first guy seems so great and you love him so much at first. And then the minute something is pointed out to you, you're like, oh yeah, that's not right. And then <laughs> I know. The, the second guy's like all of a sudden very appealing and you're yeah. like, wow, I really like him a lot. <laughs> Watch like the third book come out and like a third man oh is entered God. and you're I like, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. I would love to see what my personality does with that, though. I'd love to see. Yeah, you're like, this is I'd a love, social experiment. I know. I would love to see where, it out. where does my heart go. Yeah. Do, do I stick with the second guy or do I go for number three? I know. I'm like, I'm I think trying... I would stick with him. I really like this guy. I really like him. I didn't like him so much, though. I think that's why like, I'm reading so fast. Yeah, I think I think so, too, because I feel like there's, I don't know. Like there I was, find him way more interesting. Yeah, like, I don't know what is about him. I mean, I guess... He's just, I, we just like a... He's sexy. Yeah, I don't know. He's like a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So but like, I, there's something about the misunderstood bad boy. Yeah, like, he, yes. Like you, at first, I feel like in the first one... In the first know, one, they really made you not like him. And then in the second one, they're like, but he was doing that for a reason. And yeah. you're like, oh, I get it. I Which get is why I'm now. scared of what they're going to do with the first boy. Like he was doing it for a reason. I know, I don't know how they're gonna come back from that because at this point i really am a fan of the second guy yeah but they've got to somehow they're gonna have to bring it back because we know that that's gonna happen i know i'm sad because i'm worried about what she's gonna do i know i wish i was in control stay with reasoned (laughs) it actually makes me so happy reading this kind of book though because it's been so long since i've like really i feel like now i can talk about it more because i have gotten so far in it right 
I feel like last time you had gotten through the first one already. Yeah. And I was still just like starting the first Mm -hmm. one. So I didn't really know like. You weren't like in the series I wasn't like in it, in it. But now I feel super in it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like honestly so thankful that so many people have pushed this book because it's been so long since I've read a fiction book. Yeah. And it really is like. It feels so good. It feels mm-hmm. like TV, but better. Like, it feels, yeah. like, so entertaining. Yes. I feel, like, so transported into another, like, world, which yeah. is, like, what I crave yes. so much. Same. So it's it's very cool. Yeah. I don't know. It I feels feel really way. good. And yeah. I, I, like, I just, we, you know, we're a sucker for, like, magic and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, like, fantasy, oh, yeah. magic. It's checking all the boxes. It's checking all the boxes that, like. that I, are very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in this book, the second one, you're getting a better um, understanding of, like, what the world looks like, the fairy world. Because I feel like in the first book, you're just like, what is, yeah. what even is this place? And I feel like I'm understanding more what fairies are because for a yeah. very long time, I was like, what the fuck is a fairy? Because, like, this yeah. is not what I was taught. And this one is, like it's darker in like better ways like Mm -hmm. i feel like there were dark things in the first book but it was kind of just like surface level because you're still learning like who people are and like what this place is but in this one it's like you're in the story now so she doesn't have to really be like explaining so much the problems have expanded in scope yes which i think is and the characters are more developed and like the new characters that she's bringing in i feel like have more to them or something oh i just fucking love a tragic hero yeah i love like a redeeming quality to like mm-hmm. a general like a genuinely like dark person that is like yes. my that is my ultimate yeah kryptonite that is how i felt about cersei mm-hmm. that is how i feel about so many people like the hound like i just love people that who character who is like flawed but like in but like, you when you can see the touch of humanity yes. in like a really dark character like that like gets yes. me so hard like i'm like well it doesn't make me like, it gets me so <laughs> i just meant it, it literally pulls on my heartstrings <laughs> yeah. like it is I'm just yeah. so sensitive to that. I we love like I love an underdog. I love a person who is supposed to be seen as like one way. Yeah, and you see that, but also you're like, but I see how they're good too. Yeah, and I, and I love finding like the little sliver. They're more of, like, human. Like yeah. I like the characters where they're like they're multidimensional and they're not just like one way. Yeah, yeah. We love a misunderstood character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cersei was my favorite what character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't get to choose. I just, I just really liked her, and I really yeah. liked her and Jamie together. Like, I'm so sorry once again. I, it's fucked up. I realize it's fucked up, but it's also not real. So <laughs> I know. I mean, you do want them to be together in the end. Like, yeah, they do a good job of making you, yeah, not think it's so weird that they're related. I know. That's I guess kept forgetting yeah. that they were brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, everyone, stop talking about it. Just Everybody let it be let cool. It go, okay, <laughs> it's not weird. Don't make it weird. It's only really weird because you're making it. <laughs> Oh, there's baby frogs in our garage. Really? Yeah, they're super cute. We used to have so many when we lived in Stewart. Every time you'd open the door, they would mm-hmm. like pop out at you, and there'd be like teeny tiny the ones tiny just knives. like going crazy. <laughs> all come at you with knives. They're it's screaming terrifying. in Japanese. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Where do we live? <laughs> oh my god, that's so scary. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Josh had one on his steering wheel one time at five o'clock in the morning. Like he, it was in the car, he didn't realize. And while he's driving on the highway, it, so nobody's on the road, thank God. But the frog jumped onto his hand. And then he didn't know what it was because he was just driving. And he was like, ah. And he like swerved really hard. But nobody was on the road. Yeah. so early. <laughs> it's so a bad. frog, Josh. I know. But it was like, imagine you're just driving and like nothing. You don't think anything's <laughs> in your car. All of a sudden, this like slimy thing is just like. And you're just like, ah. Yesterday, I walked through a spider web on the way into my car at five in the morning. And I just knew it was somewhere on me. The whole time I was driving, I was like, somewhere in this car. <laughs> 
spider. Yeah, he could be big, he could be small, but I don't somewhere, know. Yeah. somewhere he's in here. The ones that I really don't like are the, you know, the ones that look like they're just little like circles and they have spikes all over them. You and don't you like those? Ryan loves those because they're not scary. Oh, they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I see them all the time in our yard and I'm just like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, they don't look like a spider. See, I don't like them because they don't have, like, you can't really see their legs. Which freaks me out. It's literally just like a spiky thing. And I'm I just think like, that's why he likes what? them. Because the legs are what scares him. Oh, yeah. Well. Jazz told me that. I, why do sense. I mention her in every podcast? <laughs> she told me that Aquarius's animal is a spider. Because we're like crafting a new future or something like that. She told me that. Hmm. And I was like, I don't remember exactly what she told me. I'm going to be honest. But it, she said something about Aquarius and spiders. Huh. Well, that is odd. But I guess I see it. Sure. You're making a web. You're weaving a web. Weaving that web. What if all the zodiacs had bugs? What would a Gemini be? Mm. Probably a butterfly. Yeah, because you start out as a caterpillar and you turn into a freaking butterfly, baby. Yeah, or a grasshopper because mm-hmm. erratic behavior. <laughs> jumping. Jumping Truly around. Truly jumping. Aries would be a fire ant. Yeah. <laughs> Something Taurus like would be a slug. Yeah. Or a snail. Yeah. A snail because they have I a, they, a snail. <laughs> a snail because they have a home and they like their they like their they like their home. They bring it with them it's everywhere nice. they go. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It is nice. And then, Scorpio. Jim. We know what a Scorpio would be. Freaking Scorpion. Oh, I was gonna say ladybug. Oh well. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> same thing. I guess. Shit. Ladybug, Scorpion. Gemini. What's after Gemini? Cancer. Cancer would be one of those little water bugs. Yeah. The little silver snake. The ones that are just like... <laughs> yeah. The little water bug boys. <laughs> they just shimmy across the surface. Leo. Rhinoceros beetle. Mm. Something, something showy. Something flashy. Or like... Yeah, something like... Maybe that would be the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Or like... Yeah, something ostentatious. Something's got something to show. Firefly. It'd be a firefly. Mm, yeah. <gasps> Which reminds me, haven't seen a firefly in a long I haven't seen a firefly time. in years. What? Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> we need to call. Where are they? We need to call someone. Well, kind of, something that I was wondering is like, I mean, we saw them all the time in Georgia. Maybe they're just not here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's too Did you wet. see them in West Virginia? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So, so I'm assuming they just aren't really, at this least in this south. part of Florida. Yeah, I feel like they were in Tallahassee, maybe. Maybe. But it gets yeah, a maybe it's like too. There. I think it may be too wet. Yeah. Because, like, the little wormies live in the grass, mm-hmm. and maybe this grass is not conducive to glow worms. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I was just thinking that the other day, though. I was like, I haven't seen one in, in a really long time. Yeah. But remember, I used to, like, catch them, and so fun. The lightning bugs have created boundaries, so we don't get to see them anymore. Yeah, they're like, we don't come to that part of Florida. You have to respect that about yeah. us. I've created respect a boundary. Respect our decision. Yeah. We will not come to St. Pete, no matter how many times you ask us. Boundaries, man. Mm-hmm. My least they're favorite. <laughs> Do you think you're good at boundaries? Me or the yeah. audience? You. <laughs> we, Guys. We ask the question, we just give some time for you to answer. <laughs> oh, cool. Record cool, yourself? Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back. Um, I think I am in certain situations. It depends, I guess. Like at work, I feel like I, I sometimes have a hard time with it depending on who I'm dealing with. Like with certain people, I don't want to deal with them putting their shit on me so i'm like i'm just gonna do this because i know i can do it and i'll get it done quickly Mm -hmm. whatever and then with some people i'm like 
I feel fine being like, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not my job. I feel like you're good at boundaries because I rarely hear you saying that you're doing something you don't really want to do. Yeah. I guess for the most part, I feel like, I feel like I, like I, at work a lot. You don't often do things out of like, what's the word? Like, like obligation. Yes. Yeah. I guess that's true. I feel like I, I feel like I, I try to use things at work being like, oh, that's not like that's not part of our standards so like I'm not gonna do that or like that's not part of our offerings like what we do like I have a lot of ways at work that I'm basically like I'm not gonna do that should I start using those phrases in regular life yeah oh I'm so sorry those are not part of my (laughs) offerings oh my god but I could see why you would think that but like nope so did you you actually I have a menu of all my offerings do you want me to send it to you yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you haven't known me for very long, but if you've read my standards, that's yeah, actually, I actually not, that's not part of my standards. Yeah, that's not part of my standards. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. It's a lot easier working remotely to have boundaries because via email, I can just be like, mm, I'm not going to do that. Whereas in person, so I definitely true. feel a lot differently because yeah. I feel like in person it is really hard for me to say no to people yeah that's true but I think over email I feel like I have this thing where I can just kind of be a little bit like I can stand up for myself more yeah because I have written when it's just of, words yeah, yeah exactly and also like I can be like oh, I'll cc my boss on this too and then it's like and you can think about what you're gonna say exactly whereas like it's sometimes it's harder in the moment yes. to like I have a hard time with that like I need a minute yeah to, like think about what I'm going to say right. before I but can like people don't want you to take a minute they want you to give them a response like immediately yeah like I'm never I'm not like a gut reaction yes or no person mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can be, I guess. But right. Like, but, like, that's... I even I my human be, design but... is not like that. Like, it mm-hmm. says, literally, I'm supposed to, like, wait until I am feeling neutral before right. I make a decision. Which, Because honestly, I'm super emotional. So, it's, like, you, yeah. like for me, personally, mm-hmm. I know from, like, experience that I always make the best decisions when I, like, take a minute and wait until I'm feeling neutral. Because mm-hmm. even if I make a decision when I'm really happy, yeah. that can be problematic. Or if I make a decision when I'm really sad, it can be problematic mm-hmm. or really mad. And, like... I don't know. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with being emotional. I think no. that the important thing is like, like, a, like I think we've talked about it before on the podcast, like mm-hmm. coming back to neutral before you like do anything. Yeah. Like feel the emotion, but yep. then like be in a neutral space yeah. alone. And like when I'm feeling neutral, so I feel like I can make a good decision. Yeah. But I feel like the culture of like mm-hmm. life. You have to respond like right away. Yeah. And... Or like you go with your gut. Yeah. Like, but like your gut changes based on how you're feeling emotionally. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if I'm feeling sad, I'm like, I hate everything. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. Right. Like I'm going with my gut. Yeah. Like it's like, going to affect your How decision. sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's, yeah, like now I've, I've been trying to be better about even in emails, like taking my time. And if I get something that ignites a reaction in me and I'm like, this pisses me off. Like why did this person ask me this? Like, like I'm just gonna let it sit for a second and then I'll respond to them later when I'm not feeling like this about it because then it is a better response and I can think about my answer they don't need me to respond in the next five minutes they'll be fine yeah I do that with texts all the time yeah like not on purpose and that's if I ever forget to text you back that's probably why Mm -hmm. it's usually like if I'm not like in a good headspace Mm -hmm. that's always sounds that's the other thing I've been thinking about lately is it always sounds super dramatic to be like I'm not in a good headspace or like Mm -hmm. mental health day yeah like I feel like when you say those things people think that you're like literally spiraling out right which is but I'm like it's not that it's more just like trying to come back to neutral like right so it's like if I'm not if I don't feel like I'm in a good headspace to answer someone I won't answer yeah, like, and I feel like... It doesn't mean that I'm, like... No. <laughs> feeling I mean, super bad or super anything. Yeah, and I mean, you should be doing that. 
Like, right. you shouldn't be answering. Like, I feel like that is a super, like, that's something that we should normalize. Whereas I feel like at work sometimes it is really hard for me because people are like, no, you should respond right away. Like, you have to be accountable for people. And I'm like, but I'm not going to never respond. I'm yeah. just going to think about it for a second because I have other stuff I'm doing too. I'm just like, why are you, why do people expect a response immediately? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't think that's good for anything. Especially or anyone. with email. Especially with email. Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm on the phone with somebody, definitely harder for me to refuse to do something for them or, like, keep my boundaries up sometimes because that, to me, is just, I can't see you, but I'm talking to you, and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's just awkward for me. Yeah. And I'm, like, I want to get off the phone, so I'm going to probably just be, like, okay, I'll do it, like, whatever. Yeah, that always pisses me off whenever I feel like I'm being, like, cornered Mm -hmm. because that's how I feel like when people approach me with something like that Mm -hmm. when I can tell that they're wanting a decision right then and there Mm -hmm. I always feel super cornered and like I know that they're not trying to make me feel that way but Mm -hmm. like I do feel yeah super like Like, what what do you want me to say like yeah because I feel like that's a good way to like get your way yeah in my opinion yes I feel like it's that's why people call me yeah, it's the call. It's to get someone in person right then and there, right. and that's why like I don't like that. I don't like sales. I don't like sales tactics. Mm-hmm. I don't like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I will never be good at that stuff because I don't like forcing people no. to feel anyway. But yeah. like I feel like whenever people try to come at you in person mm-hmm. with something and they're like, okay, like what do you want to do? Like yeah. right here You're now. Like, uh, I'm like that makes me so uncomfortable because I yeah. can tell that you knew that that was gonna work in your advantage because you mm-hmm. knew that it's easier for people to say just yes, yes and just go along with it for sure. And then come back at me and be like, you need better boundaries. I will kill you. (laughs) I got them. Thank you. I know. I've been thinking a lot lately. I'm like, I don't think I have bad boundaries. Like, I think I do have good boundaries. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I've been told that I have bad boundaries, but I don't think I do. I don't think you do either. I think, and I think for me, it definitely depends on the situation. Yeah. It's not, I'm not always one way with everybody, obviously. So like with certain people, I have good boundaries with other people. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I think boundaries are something that can be... You have different ones, too. Fortified and knocked down slowly over time, too. Yeah. Like, you can have, like, different relationships where the boundaries have been, like, fortified Mm -hmm. or ruined a little bit. And they can be good and bad, too, right? Because it's, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes maybe something... Like, you have, like, a wall up in some situation where it's, like, you would like to be more vulnerable, Mm -hmm. but, like, you've had something in the past that's, like, made you that way or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I think they do change over time, too, because I feel like like when I first graduated, I feel like at my first job, I was just like, whatever they told me to do, I would do, even if I, like, really didn't want to do it. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, but we all do that. Like, that's that's normal. It is like a constant kind of finding where you stand with people, too, I think, mm-hmm. sometimes. Like they evolve over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your relationship evolves, too, so it's just like... Yeah, like, everything is constantly evolving. Yeah. Like, nothing ever stays the same. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point yeah, of and this that, existence <laughs> and it's like it's silly for people to expect you to have the same boundaries all the time too like if you're like no wait this is how i feel about it now and they're like well you didn't feel that way before and it's like well i fucking can do what i want yeah <laughs> like i'm allowed to change yeah and that's like that is the perfect example mm-hmm. is like in the moment yeah being able to be authentic and yeah. talk about you how you feel change yeah. your mind about stuff like I think I think it always comes back to like people expecting you to be like the same thing that you were when they first met you or like when they first got to know you and it's like I w- I still am me but like mm-hmm. I have changed since then and like if I don't want to do that anymore or if I don't want to be that way then like I don't have to be. Yeah, and we're all so like multifaceted mm-hmm. in so many ways. Like that's something that has also perturbed me over time 
is when people try to say that like a certain aspect of me or someone else is like fake yeah and like isn't you yeah it's not you I'm like, well, then what is? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a because multi-dimensional that's how I feel like, person. Yeah, like when people, like we've talked about this before mm-hmm. lately, like when people are like, are you okay? Like you seem less excited than usual. Or yeah. like, like, are, like, I don't know, like that mm-hmm. grinds me my gears. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, like I'm not being like, because I, I, the thing is like anyone who knows me in person knows mm-hmm. that like I can have <laughs> very extreme bouts of like joy or like like i can get really excited or like i can Mm -hmm. get really happy but that doesn't make it fake just because i'm not doing it all the time right like it is genuine like if i part of you yeah like i I am very excitable yeah positive and negative ways right but like i am very like like my emotions can't be extreme Mm -hmm. so like if i'm not feeling intense happiness around you all the time that's very normal like no one feels like that all the time for sure but a lot of people know the like certain um flavors of a person yes and then when they're around them like Mm -hmm. in a different time zone or i don't know it's just crazy to me that people don't understand that that's like normal Mm -hmm. like you don't have to you don't have to try to maintain a certain equilibrium at all times like yeah it's it's weird to expect that yeah. from people, and I feel like I feel like that to me. It's just like, did they not examine their own behavior and like notice those things about themselves mm-hmm. too? Because I'm sure they do the same thing, where it's like they have multiple ways of being, yeah, depending on the situation or the person. And it's like, or just like if they're tired, like you're allowed to be tired, and like you, if you don't want. <laughs> I think the thing is people take like variations in people's emotions and I know I do this personally Mm because I do it too. Yeah. If I've been around someone for a while and they've been a certain way and then I'm around them one day, it's really Mm -hmm. hard, especially when it's just you and that person and they're acting differently to not take it personally personally and be like, I did something. Mm -hmm. Even though 99% of the time it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, for sure. It's just because, but I do think people do that. Yeah. It's just rough because like it's hard sometimes when people are like, you are not this way right now. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I don't have the words to explain why. Like, I don't yeah. even, I haven't thought about There's it. There's no reason. It's just yeah. like, this is just how I am and right now. And to have now. to, like, psychoanalyze yourself in that moment and be like, why am I not being super excited yeah, right now? Like, like, oh, I didn't notice I was being different. Like, right. Or, know. like, I don't have a reason. Like, it's just like, now is not the time for screaming and jumping off the walls. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I think people, yeah, people just get used to you being one way. And mm-hmm. then if you're not that way around them, they think they've done something wrong. Yeah. Which I think I definitely do that too sometimes with certain situations. But I try not to anymore. Like I try to, to notice when I'm thinking that I'm taking yeah. it personally now versus before it would just be like, oh, I was, that person's mad at me for sure. Yeah. I had a really good talk this morning about how um, basically when we are, when we feel um depleted or taken advantage of or um what is there's another word for that like when you feel like people are taking advantage of you or like you feel over i don't know Mm -hmm. anyway that there's a word that'll come to me but i was talking to someone this morning and it was it was such a good conversation and i was telling them about how i have come to a lot of realizations about how like trying to be a people pleaser which i've talked about before Mm -hmm. is like all manipulation so it's like even like when you feel like you've been taken advantage of a lot of the times it's because and i've talked about this at length today with so many people Mm -hmm. but like 
even when I feel bad because I feel like I'm at this this like the south end of something, mm-hmm. most of the time it's because I have said yes to a gajillion things right. because I wanted people to perceive me in a certain way. Yes. And so what happens is you do that for an extended period of time, and then once you feel Sorry. comfortable around someone, you stop doing it, and people right. are like, "What's wrong with you?" And yeah. it's only because you're not performing for them anymore. Right. And so, like, I always get scared that that's what's happening sometimes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to ever feel like I'm being, like, manipulative. But right. I don't think people – I think everyone does it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't – and, like, manipulative is such a strong word. But, like, it is a thing that we all do where we're, like, yeah. trying to – Yeah, like, you want – and I was thinking about this today. Like, I, I, I still try to not care so much about how people perceive me. But it is really hard that, to let right. that go. Yeah. Like, because I mean, I'm sure, like, it would be very difficult to completely let that go. But, like, just even trying to do it on a daily basis, just be aware of it, it's really mm-hmm. hard. Because it is, like, you do want people to think you're a good person and you're good at your job or whatever the thing is. Like, right. Because even that goes back to what I was saying is, like, if someone says, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. The reason why it's important that we're talking about this is because, like, the way that I respond to that, the way that I feel about that question, it stresses me out because then I realize that I feel like I have to answer it in a way that's going to, like, make everything okay for them. And that's what I feel like stresses me out. Yeah. It's when people are like, oh, like, you're not, like, you're acting different now. The fact that I feel like I have to, like, come up with an adequate answer or, like, explain myself, like, that is what's frustrating because I feel like it's not culturally acceptable or, like, socially acceptable to be, like, I don't even know what I would say. Like, you have to have a reason, Right, because, like, usually I'm just, like, nope, like, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, but, like, then that isn't, like, enough. Like, people want you to be, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, like a whole thing sometimes when it's like if I had if I had a real thing that I really wanted to talk to you about, I would talk to you about it. Yeah. Like, cause and it's hard with like work situations too, cause you're just like I, we're just we all are just supposed to be here right now, and like even if even if you're not in the best mood, it's like you still yeah. have to do your job. Like I just can't do the. Hi. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. No. Are you okay? Yeah. <gasps> You know, you're I'm so good. Like, do you hear like how, di- like, but that is a real voice that everyone I does. I know. It terrifies me. I can't. It feels like nails on a chalkboard. It it overwhelms me Hi. when somebody does that to what me. what are you doing? Yeah. You having a good day. To the point where I'm like. Oh, I think just, I think my beats went out. Oh, I see the light went out. Yeah, you probably need new batteries. It's okay. I'll keep talking. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that is like the customer service voice. But when yeah. people use that, like, on a, like, on a regular basis, it, like, terrifies me. It's I feel not- like I don't. I don't know how to respond. Yeah, it is overwhelming, and it makes it makes me like not want to talk to them. Yeah. I like I almost am just like frozen. Yeah. And I'm just, like, uh, I don't know how to I don't know how to work with you right now. Like I don't know how to like interact with you. It makes it it feels belittling to me, and it feels like I'm yeah being talked down to. And then it feels like I'm like expected to match them on this level of like weird A performance. Like, yeah, it's just very strange. Yeah. And I don't. I yeah. I'm the same way. I don't really ever do that naturally i think that's what i've been learning yeah i think and this is just me being brazen here but Mm. i think that i have good boundaries and Mm -hmm. sometimes other people have bad boundaries oh for sure and then they think that i have bad boundaries because they're like i don't know because like i'm not coming down to their boundaries or because i'm not like reciprocating what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know yeah because i say like sometimes like people will do stuff like that to me and i'm like Mm -hmm. I don't meet them at right. that level, and they're like, Kylie's upset. Right. And I'm like, I'm not upset. Right. It's It's got to be that 
at all going on with you (laughs) it can't be that they have crossed some line yeah like let me know guys are you good at boundaries like literally what is a boundary i'm still so confused because every time people keep telling me i'm bad at them and i it's such a it's such a vague term i know i'm like how am i bad at them i like i guess i don't like i used to think i was yeah i just like agreed but the more i think about it i'm like i don't know if i am Mm. like i feel like i i don't know yeah i feel like it is, it's just, it's always changing. It's hard. And especially, I keep saying this, but especially with work, like, that's so good. I have a better relationship with it now. You do. But yeah. I know it's hard because, yeah. like, I do feel that pressure sometimes when I'm like, oh, I could be doing more. To me, the more I've been told about boundaries, the more I've been looking up the whole, I don't even like saying looking up, no, but, but like, 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 the more I'm aware of the concept yeah. of boundaries, the more I'm realizing that boundaries are just being authentic. Yeah. It's literally just being honest. Honest. Yeah. And I feel like I am an honest person. So like, that's why yeah. I, the more that I've looked into it, mm-hmm. I've realized that I'm like, I feel like I am very authentic. Maybe I'm not. No, I think you I are. But I do think I am. And so that's why I'm like, I don't know if I have bad boundaries. I feel like sometimes it's getting like muddled and like, I don't know how to, how to separate an issue with my boundaries. Maybe that's a boundaries issue. I don't know. I'm just having an issue with boundaries in general. I, think, <laughs> I just I get me so confused. It depends too on the person that you're dealing with because it's like maybe they have no boundaries or maybe they're not good at it or maybe they don't care about people's boundaries. Like how would you they... define bad boundaries? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm having a I hard know. time. I know. Like a boundary to me would be like, Someone saying, will you do this with me? And I say, oh, no, I don't want to. Right. Like, that's me being like, right. no. Right, you're, you're like, saying no, and it's like, you don't really have to have a I reason. don't really have to explain. No. I just say I don't want to. Whereas, yeah. like, a bad boundary would be, like, either saying, <laughs> to me, a bad boundary would be, like, okay, I'll do it, but, mm-hmm. like, really, they don't want to. Right. Or being, like, I can't do it because lie. Yeah. Like, those are, like, that, right. this This is very, like, elementary. But, like, to me, yeah. that's, like, an example of a good boundary and I a bad so. boundary. But, like, I don't know. I, I just am, like, my... I guess, yeah, I see I see what you mean. It is hard to define it. Yeah. And it, it is a it very, so like... so arbitrary. Because it's not, like, a physical thing. It's, like, obviously we're just, like, we're seeing these things, like, drawn in the sand. But it's, like, nothing's really there. You just yeah. have to, like, know that it's there. Mm-hmm. But I feel, like, I feel like you are in a lot of areas of your life. But I feel like it is kind of a thing that changes depending on what's yeah. going on you know just interesting yeah it's also interesting how quickly i like like how quickly someone can tell you something like that mm-hmm. like you're bad at boundaries and you're like i am you bad believe at boundaries. it yeah. yeah it's just lately i've been like i don't think i am i don't think you are either i just think it depends on the situation yeah you know and i think like maybe i'm just better at it now because of the awareness yeah but i don't know yeah I think being aware of it is definitely helpful. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, it's not always like me. Yeah. <laughs> it can't always, it can't always every single time be my problem that this is happening. Right. I think my issue, well, I guess maybe, maybe an issue with boundaries that I have is that not enforcing that other people have them. Mm-hmm. Like that actually makes sense to me. Yeah. Is maybe like, because I think that that's kind of like something that I've noticed and maybe you ha- can resonate with this a little bit too. Yeah. Is like whenever someone around you has like a lack of boundaries themselves Mm -hmm. like and you let it affect you like you don't you don't create a boundary for them right i'm just like they have to do it i'm like this is uncomfortable but like i guess i'm just gonna let you yeah (laughs) i don't know yeah because like they kind of have to do it themselves but 
it is awkward when it's like, I would say no in this situation, but obviously you feel obligated to say yes. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I need a boundaries coach. I need someone to explain to me what the <laughs> fuck a boundary is. Cause I'm clearly very confused. Yeah. I feel like it is interesting. I definitely have never like actually oh. looked into it before, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. It's like such a buzzword right now. I know. Everyone's talking about boundaries, setting boundaries. boundaries. You gotta have boundaries. If anything bad's happening to you, it's because you don't have boundaries, okay? (laughs) So, like, if anyone else is ruining your life, it's because you don't have... I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's because you don't have fucking boundaries, whatever. Yeah. It's nuanced. That's at least what I'm literally using the flashlight on my phone so I can tell you guys the weather. (laughs) It it looks like we're going to tell ghost stories. (laughs) Are you going to tell me something spooky? (laughs) The spooky sky. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is almost spooky season. I know. I'm so excited. I like, when can we wait. call it spooky season? I know. After the solstice? I think technically isn't the first day of fall like September 22nd or something? I think it's, yeah, because 21st is the solstice because that um, mm-hmm. song. Can I do the weather real quick? Yeah, friggin' do it. Okay. We have TV to watch. Yeah, we've got an important show we've got to watch. I'm not telling you. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> That's it. I'm not even going to say it. We're not giving anywhere free advertising for that show. <laughs> no free feet. No paid. free ads. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this will come out on bum bada dum bum. My sister's birthday. Yay, Allie. May thirteenth. I mean May thirteenth. Oh my god, I'm losing my <laughs> We're freaking mind. I told you. <laughs> we are actually going backwards in time. <laughs> September thirteenth is Allie's birthday. Yay. Our Virgo Queen. Yeah. Happy birthday, Allie. Yay, Allie. So um Allie has a Sagittarius moon. What? So on Monday, um obviously Virgo Sun, Sag Moon. The moon will be in Sag until Tuesday, so it'll be um, in Sag over the weekend, which I talked about in the last episode, and then for the 14th and the 15th, it will be in Capricorn. On Thursday, the 16th, it'll move into Aquarius through Saturday. It'll move into Pisces on Saturday and Sunday. So um, this looks like a really good lineup, honestly, because we'll have some fire on Monday to actually like get our week started, Yeah. Um, and then some Earth energy throughout the week to be more practical, actually get started actually get practical shit stuff shit done <laughs> shit stuff done. <laughs> we'll get some earth energy throughout the middle of the week to get stuff done um and then some air energy throughout the end of the week um the beginning of the weekend so we can be all social and stuff mm-hmm. and then some water energy towards the end of the weekend to chill i mean like that sounds great love it that being said there is some interesting stuff happening this week um in other ways so on Monday, the sun is opposite Neptune and the moon is squaring Neptune. So they're making um, a square. So that's kind of interesting. Remember, Neptune is all about our dreams, but also like illusions. And then the sun is the self and moon is the emotions. So it's going to be an interesting day mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah. Um, and then the theme gets, it's, it's a little, it's a little wild. <laughs> so on Tuesday, the 14th, the moon is in Capricorn. The sun is conjunct Mars. It's opposite Neptune still. It's trining Pluto. Um, and then Venus is now square Saturn. So squares, remember, are tension. Opposite can be tension as well, depending on the planets involved. And then trining is um, a beneficial 
aspect. So the sun is conjunct Mars. So remember, Mars is all about our actions and it's also training Pluto. So back to what we were having last week, I feel like this gives power to our small actions. With the Earth energy, with the moon, I feel like this will be really good for getting some stuff done towards the middle of the week. But Venus is also squaring Saturn. Venus is all about our relationships with others, um, beauty, things like that. This past week on the 10th, Venus moved into Scorpio. We're very excited about that. I'm excited to see how that rolls out. Yeah. Um, Because we're going from the very amicable sign Libra into Scorpio, which is a lot more penetrating and deep. So we'll see how that um, affects our relationships to others. But anyway, on Tuesday, Venus is squaring Saturn. So Saturn is all about our relationships, um, taking score, boundaries, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> Um, and Venus is all about our relationships, and Venus will be in Scorpio at this point. On the 15th, which is Wednesday, the um, sun is still conjunct Mars, opposite Neptune, and trining Pluto. The moon is now squaring Mercury and conjunct Pluto, and Venus is still squaring um, Saturn. So the moon squaring Mercury... Once again, the moon is all about our emotions and even our body. And then Mercury is about our thoughts and our communication. So that could be an interesting aspect where maybe we're having some difficulties expressing ourselves. Maybe how we're feeling emotionally. I have felt like that for probably a year now. So yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like it's still happening. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> and then on Thursday, um, that's when the moon's going to start to move into Aquarius. Thank God. Just kidding. Um, and then the sun's still conjunct Mars, opposite Neptune, and trining Pluto. The moon is now going to be trining Mars, which is a lovely aspect, and then um, conjunct Saturn and conjunct Pluto. Um, and then Venus is still squaring Saturn. On Friday, the moon is in Aquarius still. The same exact spiel, nothing really changes here. The only difference is that um, the moon is now squaring Uranus and Mercury is trining Jupiter. So Uranus is about bringing change, transformation, and then Jupiter is like MSG. So big thoughts, maybe some like big uh, genius moments for mm-hmm. you. Um, but then the moon squaring Uranus is going to make give us some big change-ups in our um, emotional bodies. And then Saturday, the moon is in Aquarius still. Everything is still the exact same. The only difference is that Mercury is now squaring Pluto. Pluto is either fear or power. We've talked about this a million times. So, And then Mercury is your thoughts and your words. So that's going to bring an interesting dynamic to how you are thinking and expressing yourself over the weekend. Um, it could be it could be great. So I would really use this energy in a positive way and don't let anything get you down or make you feel a little more fearful over the weekend. Keep it light. And then on Sunday, it looks like everything is pretty much the exact same, but the moon's going to be officially in Pisces, which is going to like bring us a little more lovey-dovey energy. Um, Lots of stuff going on with Mercury over the weekend, too. So that's all about your thoughts. So be very open to new things coming in, maybe new ideas that you haven't thought about, new perspectives over things. It should be a good time for thinking of things in maybe a different way, especially with it trining Jupiter so often. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like this weekend will be really nice. Yeah. Happy birthday, Allie. Happy birthday, Allie. Also, I just saw our pizza got delivered. So. <gasps> yes. We have vegan pizza at the door. We got pizza to eat. We have a show to watch. 
we gotta go guys (laughs) (laughs) we gotta go cheers to that yeah have a great week we love y'all peace plants (laughs) (laughs) namaste